Flash Brief, Echo Echo Whiskey. Welcome to the End Endless Wars Flash Brief. We'll be brief. Today's End Endless War Brief is in honor of First Lieutenant Derek Hines. Derek graduated West Point in 2003 and was killed on September 1st, 2005, just as America was about to finish our fourth year at war in Afghanistan. After completing the Artillery Basic Officers course, Airborne and Ranger Schools, Hines was assigned as a fire support officer to the Army's elite 173rd Airborne Brigade. He was 25 years old and leading a patrol conducting security operations in the Zabul province of Afghanistan when his unit came under heavy fire. Even after being shot, First Lieutenant Hines continued to fire on the enemy to protect his soldiers. He was awarded the Bronze Star and the Purple Heart. I'm Ray Hoskins. And I'm John Burns, and this is Echo Echo Whiskey. You know, Ray, when, when LT Hines was killed, we'd been in Afghanistan, as I said, for just about four years. It was 15 years ago. We're still in Afghanistan. And, and that, that lieutenant, he would have been 40 years old today if he had survived. That's crazy, John. So, but, but let's think about this for a second. What do you think? Were we wrong to go to Afghanistan and to overthrow the Taliban? No, Ray, you know, I, I don't think that we were wrong to go there in the first place. I, I was at ground zero on September 11th, back in 2001 as a New York Army National Guardsman. And I know that we had to do something about the, the Al-Qaeda folks who perpetrated that and the, the Taliban that was hosting them in Afghanistan. But you know, when, when, Lieutenant Hines was killed. I'd been home for eight months from a tour in Iraq that lasted a year. I went to Afghanistan two years after that. Again, we're still in Afghanistan. And in both of those places, America and, and I lost good men, friends, guys who were just like Lieutenant Hines, brave men doing their jobs, doing what their country asked them to. You know, the Taliban's been out of power for 18 years. In Iraq, Saddam has been gone for 15 and dead for 12. Osama bin Laden has been dead for, for nine years now. And I think it's time we ask, like, why are Americans still dying? Isn't there a better way that we can secure our country without sending young men and women to die halfway around the globe? It's funny you should ask that, John, because quite honestly, there, there is a much better way. Uh, I like to call it realism and restraint. And what that means is let's end these endless wars and, and pursue a, a grand strategy where we practice, again, those, those ideas of realism and restraint. Those are some big words. I think we're going to have to explain them and, and explain how this is going to work for folks. I think we have some time over the next couple of weeks to explain those words. But for now, I'm not sure we have enough time to do it in just one single flash brief. But we can define our terms a little bit. In, in just a moment, but if folks are really curious and they, they want to know more, they can go to endendlesswars.com and join our Zoom seminar today where our Concerned Veterans for America Executive Director Nathan Anderson is going to lay out our vision of realism and restraint. Yeah, sign up uh, in time to uh, join that at 7 p.m. Eastern time on September 1st. I would like to define that term, though, grand strategy. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it's strategy, right? It's the complete strategy of the country, how the U.S. decides to engage with the rest of the world. 
And it's important for folks listening to know that today, almost every foreign policy thinker, talker, writer that you're going to see, whether you watch CNN or Fox News, whether you read the New York Times or the New York Post, they, they buy into primacy, almost all of them somehow. And primacy as a grand strategy means a lot of things. But the most important thing it means when we talk about it is that it encourages the U.S. to do force, to use force to do forceful things in the world, to use military force, to do things like encourage democracy. Imagining using military force to make another country d democratic. There's something that's sadly ironic about that. Well, oddly enough, democracy doesn't work everywhere, John. There's, there's countries that have tried it and failed. And so in many cases, we try to go in and force democracy on a, a group of people that don't even understand what democracy even is. They can't even wrap their brain around what freedom is. So what we envision here at Concerned Veterans for America is we envision a strategy of what we call realism. And what that does is it takes the world, not as we want it to be, but as it is. And it acknowledges that our actions, trying to force other countries to look and act like us, sometimes make them feel less secure and, 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 and fearful and restraint, which places military force way down the list of the foreign policy options is what we're looking for. As a matter of fact, we want, we want force, military force to be used as a last resort. Yeah, we do. And obviously as we engage and, and we continue to, to do these flash briefs, we're gonna talk a lot more about grand strategy. We're gonna talk a lot more about realism and restraint. Um, but in the meantime, Everybody needs to go to endendlesswars.com. Do that right now. Endendlesswars.com and reserve your spot for Nate Anderson's Zoom session tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern time about realism and restraint. You will not want to miss this. You will not. And in the meantime, look for tomorrow's flash briefing in your inbox or wherever you get your flash briefings. For Echo Echo Whiskey, I'm John Burns. Out. Ray Hoskins, out.